You are listening to the Sound the War Cry podcast, episode 35. The time to prepare is now. Will you be ready to take care of yourself and your family should disaster strike? Are you spiritually prepared to lead your family and handle life's problems? This is a preparedness podcast with the intent and focus to help you go through the last days with confidence and courage as we watch society crumble and collapse. Each week, you will be given more knowledge to act upon. With faith and motivation, you can accomplish the impossible and look forward with confidence, hope, and joy as we usher in the return of our Savior, Jesus Christ. We are His watchmen, and we are sounding the war cry. Welcome back to the Sound the War Cry podcast. I am your host, Heather Mitchell, and here we go again. We're going to finish off our Degrees of Preparedness book today. Let's give ourselves a pat on the back for that, because this has been a long time coming, you guys. And our very last, last of the last little bit here we're going to, to review is organization of clothes and household supplies. This again is by Missy Clay. We are on chapter 10 here. It's 10-12, if you have your book in front of you. And let's start with the household items. As far as non-food items go, the key is to keep like things together. You can keep them next to each other on the same shelf or under the same sink or in tubs, shoe boxes, or bins. You can keep like things in your linen closets, drawers, under beds, in the attic, etc. For example, put all the extra shampoo and conditioner bottles in the same place and don't distribute extra shampoo and conditioner to each bathroom. When one bathroom runs out of shampoo, then replace shampoo. Then the replacement shampoo can be found in the one location where all the extra shampoo and conditioner is kept. This way you can easily see all your unopened stock for each common household item because it is all stored together and you will see right away if you have a year supply of that item or not. Do the same for toothpaste, deodorant, soap, razor blades, shaving cream, lotion, hairspray, q-tips, sunblock, hair gel, small travel, toiletries, etc. I guess my first question is, you guys, why do we feel like we need all of these things? But we do, don't we? We all use them because they make our life easier. I guess that's the answer. So when you run out you or we're in a state of emergency, at least you'll be organized because you'll have kept like things together. It's not all over the place. Let's talk about clothing. At the end of every season or a minimum of twice a year, spring and fall, you should rotate clothes, especially children's clothes. First, fill a black trash bag or cardboard box with clothes to donate. Additionally, have a bag for clothes to be thrown away or put into the rag box. Then make two piles for each child, outgrown and still using or will be using. Put the outgrown clothes into tubs labeled by gender, age, and size. Leave in the drawers the clothes that still fit. Then find the tubs holding grow into clothes 
in the next size up for each child. They can try on the next size up and you can restock their drawers. You may choose to have separate bins for shorts and swimming suits, snow gear, church shoes, tennis and summer shoes, boots, coats, etc. Tubs of clothes can be kept in an attic or garage where it gets hot in the summer. So those places are good options for clothes storage. Done regularly, this is a great time and space saver. It requires some storage boxes or tubs, but it is worth it when you don't have to buy new clothes for every child each year. When receiving hand-me-downs, just pop them into the appropriate box and they're instantly integrated into your system. Organizing tools. Organizing tools are not luxuries, they are necessities. Whether you prefer to manage your life in piles or files, you will still need good tools to do the job well. As homemakers, we need to give ourselves permission to own the kind of tools that allow us to flu fluidly and functionally manage our homes. Clear plastic containers, bulletin boards, sturdy shelving units, etc. Shop the sales. Products that help you organize your stuff tend to follow the typical school year calendar. Look for sales when school starts, just after Christmas, over spring vacation, and at the end of the school year. Also watch for end of the season clearance sales. For example, every year, four to six weeks after Christmas, you can pick up plastic containers with red and green lids for 50 to 70% off, simply because of the color. Likewise, watch for containers with orange lids to be closed out after Halloween and shop for organizing baskets after Easter. Think of alternatives. A sewing box, fishing tackle box, and toolbox are all essentially the same thing. However, the toolbox tends to be the least expensive of the three. Organizing products in the kitchen department may be cheaper than the office supply department, but often the items are similar. Make wise choices. Most containers cost less than a greeting card, a fast food meal, a dozen donuts, two gallons of gas, or a roast. Actually, a gallon of gas now is really expensive, isn't it? So um, probably can't go by what this says on that one. Try making your own greeting card. Make one less trip to town and eat one vegetarian meal. Also, most generic brands of organizing products work just as well as the name brand ones do. Make your own organizing containers. There are hundreds of ideas online, just search. Use recycled materials. Food storage white buckets are usually available in all sizes for free or inexpensively at bakeries. The ones that previously held frosting smell delicious. Ask your meat cutter what he does with the shipping containers for shrimp and prawns. They are shoebox sized plastic containers, which are often free for the asking. Shortening buckets can be found at donut shops or fast food restaurants and make great bulk food storage containers. 
They can also be turned on their sides and fastened together with nuts and bolts to make modular organizing units for hats, mittens, toys, sports equipment, etc. A cardboard box, which holds two gallons of milk, is the perfect size for hanging file folders. Cereal boxes can be cut down and used to organize magazines or sheet music. Reuse cardboard boxes, number 10 cans, dairy tubs, clear plastic canisters, frosting containers, pickle jars, ice cream buckets, etc. Some of the best containers come from Costco or Sam's Club, but once once you remove the items originally bought in that's been originally bought in them. Look for organizing tools in thrift stores and at yard sales. Look for shelving, office products, and display racks for pennies on the dollar at going out of business sales. Usually, developing a personal organization system involves a bit of creativity rather than a substantial investment in a professional product or service. Keep your eyes open for creative ways to contain the clutter in your life. Be only as organized as you need to be. This means establishing a workable system for yourself that you know you can follow for a long time. Being organized is an ongoing process, not an end result. I have to remember that myself, folks. Organizing takes time. Let's talk about the degrees in organization. Okay, we want an associate's degree, a bachelor's, a master's, or a PhD doctorate in organization. What do we need to do? Well, families vary in size, needs, tastes, storage limitations, etc. Therefore, it is impossible to create organization degrees that apply to everyone. Every household will organize according to their home's constraints and their commitment to organization. You really only need to be organized to the degree that you are prepared. For example, if you only have three months of storage, you only need to be a little organized. On the other hand, if you are managing and rotating a year's worth of supplies, your level of organization should match and you will need systems that work for you and also prevent spoilage and waste. The associate's degree requirements. Number one, decide what system you will use to plan out what food to store. Use the ideas in that past podcast that I gave you on organizing food and the one before that. Make a plan for buying your food storage and other necessary items, financial goals, and a schedule. Number three, create some extra space for three months worth of food storage while you are storing enough for one month. Now, what if you want the bachelor's degree? That sounds nice. What do you need? All of those associate degree requirements I just named. Plus, have a system for managing your food storage and stick to your system. If it's not working, then change your system until you find one that works for you. Create enough space to hold some food storage, clothes storage, and storage of household items. Begin to rotate through your three-month supply slowly and your clothes supply. But let's say you want a master's degree. That sounds amazing. What would you need? You would need all of the associate requirements 
and the bachelor requirements. Plus, have a system for managing your food and clothes storage and every needful thing storage and adhere to it. Have multiple locations for storage and be sure items used regularly are stored in accessible locations and items that aren't used often are not in the way but rather stored in the least accessible. Begin to rotate through your long-term storage slowly. Okay, now let's go into what the PhD, the doctorate degree of organization looks like. You're going to do everything in the associates, the bachelors, the masters, plus make your home a house of order where everything has its place. Have an organized system for your entire household, including all of your yearly supply items and manage it well, either on paper or using barcodes with your cell phone and a food storage app. Have storage areas throughout your home, garage, or property and use the space efficiently. At this point, you should be storing a year supply minimum of everything. Well, you guys, that does it. We have completed the entire book of degrees of preparedness. If you'd like to print that book off for yourself, I will leave a link in the show notes and you can find it there. I have a great podcast episode for you coming up next week. I interviewed an old friend from, he's been on this podcast before, Paul. He's from the UK and he deals with cryptocurrency. He's going to teach us about cryptocurrency and why that would be a good thing to look into at this point where the economy is starting to go down. So some good information on that. And then we'll have some other great resources for you and people to interview in the near future. So keep coming back to this podcast, share it with a friend or family member, give us a five-star review and have a wonderful day. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, could you please share it with a friend and help them so that they can too prepare for the last days and get their food storage and get their house in order. And if you don't mind, please leave us a review in iTunes. If you like this podcast, we'd be honored to have your five-star review. And if you know anyone who would be a great fit for a podcast interview for the Sound the War Cry podcast, somebody who knows maybe something about the last days and how to prepare, I would love to have a chat with them. Thank you so much. <laughs>